further down the tunnel, closing in on the cistern. <laughs> Y'all need to get out of there. Do we hear the distant ruckus from here? Al and All Saul's here. hammer. Actually, there wasn't a, a whole lot of ruckus between the two of them. A swing and a miss and then a teleport away doesn't sound that crazy That's true. to you. So, uh, the two of you were actually maneuvering, following the tracks that you had been guided to look for. And you're maneuvering towards the cistern, which you were there before. Much of it looks like rubble now, because there was an explosion that went off when you were turned against by the sand shadows. But uh, you are coming up on a large opening just past a lot of the rubble. You just have to manage to squeeze through and get through there. Mm -hmm. uh, but nothing seems to be lighting the area for you. And I'm assuming even with my visor, I would be able to see. I mean, you have Stein vision, right? With the Stein hut or whatever, the helmet. I mean, we don't have, I don't have any of that right now. I just know that I am wearing Stein tech. You are wearing Stein tech, so therefore you're using the helmet, so you need to roll to perceive to see if the helmet can let you Okay, see. so. It's been malfunctioning on you clearly for. No, I got a three. It continues to. I take the helmet Well, off. Stein. And I chunk it down like a side corridor. You don't even need it. Your hair is now flowing. I tie it up. Oh. How do you tie it up? You only have one arm. Skills. Okay. He, he takes it and he just hair. like twists it around and then there's a rubber band that's already on his wrist that he pops off onto. That is physically impossible. 25 to uh, investigate. Alright, so Soul's Hammer, what you're able to do with your uh, cybernetic vision is you're actually able to scan the room and you can see that there are seven life signs in this area right now. Uh, three of them seem to be huddled around one very faint life sign, but there are seven total. So I'm gonna tell you that I see seven. One of them is almost dead. So probably six that we would, would put up a fight and one that is probably where the blood came. Can you make out who the wounded one is? Not yet. Alright. Um, did you see? They're surrounding whoever is Potentially down. an overlook. What's that? In, in a position you can offer overwatch. Right? They are um, all clothed in black robes. Okay. Do you see like a... a, a vantage point? Yes, a vantage point somewhere you can be... So I'm assuming I see he has sniper rifle on him or stuff, he right? He does have a yeah. large rifle, yes. Because uh, that rifle ain't going to be too good up close. Me, I'm pretty much packed to handle close quarters combat, so I would feel a lot better. Your eyes are a lot better than mine, too, so I'd feel better you watching my back. I got you. I just don't know. We were all here when they blew it up, so there really is no high grounds here. It is underground, so there would. I, I figure maybe there like, could be levels on certain areas that you mm -hmm. get to, but in this, like a cistern opening. Um, well, there's a big hole in the floor, right? Are they down there, no, or are that's they kind of packed with the rubble? Yeah, so uh, they're um, trying to move past that area. I need to guess. Stay in the shadows and stay low. Yep, I'm gonna start moving in. Lock and load, boy. I guess I will try stealth. All right. <laughs> that dexterity. It would be going off dexterity. You'd just be beating a 20. 24. Awesome sauce. So you managed to do this very stealthily. You are maneuvering around the room. Um, now, as you maneuver in carefully and quietly, your eyes begin to adjust to the darkness. 
uh, in particular, your right eye seems to be able to more carefully pick up what happens in the dark. As you maneuver closer, you can tell that there is a man hung by a chain that's like wrapped around his body, binding him, and he is hung from the ceiling by this chain as three of them surround him, asking him questions, trying to make him rouse from a stupor that he is in. You maneuver closer and closer still, and you recognize that man as the detective, James McTavish. Okay. I'm going to think to myself, but I'm going to just verbalize one. I'm thinking to myself. Oh, what trouble did you get yourself into now, detective? Perhaps I should save you. From the three that I can see, did any of them look kind of beat up? Kind of beat up? Yeah. No. One of them is not wearing his robes. He's a large man with two swords and tied. He's beautiful to look at, really. Bright blue eyes, mocha skin, tied back dreadlocks. He has a little split on his lip, if that's what you're referring to. I feel like this is just has to be my go-to for like difficult combat scenarios. He's gonna. How big is the indigo shard, by the way? Is it like big enough to like small enough to fit in the pocket? Uh, you know, about the size of. I mean, it's it can fit in a bread box. It's about the size of a softball. Okay, so I guess he has fashioned it somehow to he can. Shred. You can put it into like a utility pouch or something. I mean, like if you had cargo pockets. He's gonna reach into one of these pockets and like put his hand on it. And he's going to speak to the spirit within him, known as Calcifer. And again, he's going to apologize to him. Um, I can't afford to lose more of who I am. You don't have a body. As far as I can tell, you might not have a future. So he is going to sacrifice another one of Calcifer's memories to use the indigo shard. The one that doesn't have his robes on, he is going to conjure as much water in his lungs as he can with the which memory? Now, which memory would Calcifer be sacrificing in order that. to do this? First of all, I was thinking. I, I was thinking. I don't want to say like. I, I guess memory of himself, like his love for music. Like that is who Calcifer was as a person. He was. He used. He wanted to spread music as a. You know what? I tell you what. That was his magic too. I feel like I need because because this is a runic magic and it's mm-hmm. very associated to my realm i feel like i need to make this fair for you in a sense so what we're going to do you're going to get your your old d20 out anything above 15 mm-hmm. you're able to communicate with calcifer mm-hmm. and make this exchange with him anything below 15 and that may not be who you're speaking to Ooh. 16 plus 6 no addition, just a straight roll. Oh, 16. 16, okay. So you're going to sacrifice his knowledge of music. All right, man. Dude, Calcifer's um, going to be so pissed at you. Would you like to be Calcifer and respond to yourself? <laughs> at some point, this arm's just going to stop working. It's just going to start beating it's, you. Yeah, it's going to come out and like, pop him in the face real hard. Oh, I'm making light, but it's so, very serious. Yeah, sure. <sighs> well, kid, told you I'd help you. guess if I have to... Go that extra mile and lose a little bit more of myself for you. I'll do it. But this is the last time. Can't afford to lose more of myself either. Consider this it. Alright. The indigo burns deep in your hand. You can feel it come to life mm-hmm. as it reaches out across the ether. As you see the three individuals surrounding Detective McTavish as he is hung from the ceiling, uh, the man who stood there with the two swords, 
you actually see him begin to cough. He backs away from the others. They look at him strangely as he continues to cough and then grip at his chest. Not sure what's happening. As then water begins to spew from all of the orifices on his face. He falls to the ground regurgitating something that he never even swallowed to begin with as his eyes begin to bulge and he gasps for air but every time he does more water is emanating from him as he falls to the ground slowly asphyxiating the other two begin to look around um, now Saul's hammer yes sir you would notice that one of them basically just drowned in no water also you would notice that the other two surrounding Detective McTavish are watching him die on the ground and are looking around the room scanning now. In addition to those three, there are three more still positioned throughout the room, but they seem to be facing other entry points. So wait, are there seven including McTavish or yes. eight? No, seven including Okay, because you told me seven individuals. Seven total. Yeah, which I counted as McTavish. Correct. So there's six of these guys. One of them just fell down. Two of them are standing with him. Oh, and that's right. three are three. on corners right. of the room I'm trying yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. I'm going to attempt to stay in the shadow and shoot the chain above them so they look up instead of around. 20. That's intelligence, right? Yeah, it's your, it's your ability to use weapon, your trained ability. So intelligence. Knowledge. Oh, yeah, uh, 30. Oh, oh, oh. thank God. <laughs> Somebody's rolling well. Not 20. <laughs> uh, so, yes, you able to, you're able to use your sniper rifle. Um, the silencer makes it to where it's hard for them to pinpoint what part of the room this came from, and it also suppresses the flare that comes out of the end of the rifle. It's a pretty amazing piece of equipment that you actually have as the bullet transcends all expectations and shatters through the chain that's holding McTavish to the ceiling uh, dropping him down to the ground instantly the two of them have noticed that not only has one individual drowned on himself but now this guy that they are questioning has just fallen to the ground free of his chains of course still badly beaten and injured but yeah that's what you've got now back to you sir um, you do notice that McTavish is now on the ground. He seems to be semi-conscious, but not able to move. Um, well, since we established that I can't... Well, no, I could, because I have action surge. Okay, cool. I'm going to conjure the phantom limb. Um, essentially, the conversation I was having with Cosper, I'm pretty much not going to allow myself to use the Indigo Shard to sacrifice all time anymore. So, he's still going to help me with the phantom limb, and then I'm going to since it forms immediately action surge and try to open can i do two void portals at the same time or that require two actions i believe that there was one individual once that i knew that could do that she was an intimidating individual very mastered over the runes i'd have to set your limit at 30 to be able to form two different portals All right, then i'm time. just gonna do one and try to pour, uh, create a portal under one of the other guys near mctavish just a one-way portal yeah, Near him? Him. Not McTavish. It's going underneath one of the guys who are still standing. Okay. So as soon as he goes, <laughs> he goes through, he goes through, close right after it. If it okay, if you so roll well. 
if you don't. That's just tough. You are trained to be able to open void portals. You've done it before. You just didn't want to use them to travel yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so that's just 20. 23. Okay, so one of the guys that's standing right there in front of McTavish actually just, you see him, and then, boom, he just drops through the floor. He's gone, seemingly disappeared through shadow. Is the portal still open? It was open for that individual, correct? Yeah, I just, since he went, since he crossed over the threshold, it blinked out of existence. Yeah. I mean, he had successful control over the portal, so it didn't stay open. Alright, so yeah, there's one individual still standing there. Now, the three that are standing on the outskirts of the room have taken notice, and they are starting to maneuver into the center of the room, because this is some crazy stuff that's going on. One guy just drowned, another guy disappeared, chains are breaking, this has all happened within a minute's worth of time. I can I assume he can see me. So I'm going to try to make some weird one-armed gesture to let him know that I'm going to try well, to... you haven't been injured. So... Oh, I'm going to, like, like gesture... You can do bird symbols if you want. I'm going to run up, try and drag McTavish away so he can start taking shots. Do you have a uh, field medic or anything like that? Because at this point, the only way he can wake nope. up is if we heal. All I have is the water room, which is renewed. Which is... Yes, so, okay. Kill him! McTavish has filled Medic, but uh, he, he can't help himself right now. It just, it just right depends. Now. Yeah, until he gets back to above negative. Yeah, because as soon as one of these guys, like, even tags me with a single hit, my, my other arm's gone, and I back to okay. using the Okay, I'm just saying, if you can get him to safety, that he and can I'm, help you if you can get him back up to full. And I don't know if I, like... What's going to happen? I'm going to have to use the shard. To use All the right. water rune? Shard. Because, if, if, like I said, I can use the water rune. That's cool. But if one of them hits me, my arm's gone, and then I can't use the rune again, I'd have to go back to relying on the shard. Gotcha. Which means more sacrifices. sacrifices. All right. So, he signals to you. Uh, I'm sure that having, or Soul's Hammer is able to see you signaling to him. Um, and assumes you're going to do some of the most dangerous, stuff. stupid Does stuff. Does action surge mean I can do two actions yeah. at the same time? Mm -hmm. Yes, it means you can take an immediately a so, second action. McTavish is laying on the floor, and there's a guy on either side of him. There is no one of them. You just saw fall through. Shadow. Oh, that's right. So there's one guy standing over him, and there are three people now moving back towards the center of the room because they've noticed all of the crazy antics. Well, I'm going to take out the one by McTavish. Gonna set that at a twenty-five for you. Twenty-eight. All right. Nice. So you do manage to peg him. He is hit, and he does fall to the ground. Eight damage. All right. So the one that was standing next to him seems to fall over. As you're continuing to move towards him, you're going to need to roll a continued stealth. Oh, I'm. I don't kind of stealth thrust, but I'm going to book it as quick as I can. Just going to run and grab him. him and start like try to drag him as quick as I can while he's like covered by her. Well, yep. only with the next guy, which or whichever one's closest. I'm not sure what the trajectory would be. Or... Alright, so to just run up and take him and run, you're looking at a dexterity roll. I'm okay. going to need you to do that at 25. Because if you're doing it with vi people visibly seeing you... I'm going to need a chip. Did you crit fail? Yes, I got a one. Oh, that sucks. And then, but hey, get two points! Just mark your chip down. Just mark a chip yeah. down there for yourself. Yeah. We have a little chip symbol on, 28. The, on the page. For a second shot? And it's eight damage. And you're going for a different individual running yeah. up? Alright. So yeah, you peg another one as they're running up. So there are two individuals now running towards the center of the room. One of them down. 
one of them down in the center of the room, one of them down over here. Two more running on the right. Feet. So, how you are telling me you rolled a one? Yes, I rolled a one. That grab sucks. <laughs> you do get to McTavish. As you do, the individual that was laying on the ground right next to him that was shot by the sniper rifle actually stands up and begins to remove his crimson cloak. Uh, what you see standing for you is not somebody that you would actually equivalent as that intimidating of a man. Not large in stature, regular frame, normal build, black hair, uh, black slim cut goatee, and black robes that he wears on himself, like a cleric's coat. So he stands before you and he looks at you and he says, Do you even have any idea what it is you are attempting to do? Not a clue. He reaches up and wipes away some blood from a cut on his forehead from where the sniper round hit him. Well, you must understand that in this place, Valos, there are certain things that must be understood. Sacrifices must be made. This individual did not understand that his sacrifice was necessary. He must be sacrificed. And you, you are most intriguing to me now. Because I have an understanding of something that you have in your possession. I can smell the stench of its energy, and I can tell the effects that it had on my dear friend, laying on the ground right there. You sure it's just not, you know, your breath? I'm pretty sure it's that source stone that's in your pocket, young child. And the evil about. magics that you use to obtain it, what makes you any better suited to hold it than anyone else? The fact that I found it. Found it? Yeah. Or took it? Same difference. Well, I'm here to find it as it, well. So I took it. Or, I could offer you an ultimate path. You can join me. Join me in the Order of the Storm. We can guide you on a path to heal yourself. Make yourself whole again. What is it that you're lacking, friend? An arm or more? Memories? Home? Family? We provide this to all. The Church of the Storm is here to shelter all from the storm. I look down to the detective and look back up at him. That just ain't my style. I don't... You're not going to give me what I want. I take what I want. I want him, and I'm leaving. Do I make myself clear? Your intentions are quite clear. Let's see if you can make it. As the two other individuals maneuver quickly towards you, uh, they too remove their cloaks. Now you notice that they are maneuvering with enhanced speed, Agility, they've got some sort of mechanical stuff built onto them as well as runic symbols traced across all of their armor and flesh as they come at you like intense beasts. Hmm. One of them lays you on the ground pretty quickly uh, with a sharp right hook. All right, so being a heavy attack, uh, you're looking at his unarmed attack coming in with an eight. So, whatever you take past soak, okay, all right. Salt Hammer, you do see him go down, and the arm seems to dissipate from him as he hits the ground. So are those last two close together? They are now right on top of him. Okay, so is it my turn again? Yes. Can I do an action surge again? You can only do the one. You only have one charge on that, correct? 
I think so. Yeah, it doesn't renew itself each turn. It renews itself after uh, a rest. So you can use the action surge once unless you buy it several times to get more charges for it. No, I just I just have it at once. Okay. Well, I'll shoot the one that's talking to him. Okay, so you're going to take a second shot at the guy that you hit before? Yeah. Fifteen. That's not going to pull it out of the hat. All right. Um, so you take a shot, but it it's like there's too much in the way or something deflects the bullet unnaturally. I squeezed the trigger. All right. Pull the trigger instead of squeeze the trigger. You lay on the ground next to the detective who you can see uh, bloody before you. Listen, child. There's nothing that has to happen here today that cannot be undone. You see, I, too, want something. I want that shot. And I believe that it belongs to me. Like all of the shots do. And I will leave here with that shot. Whether or not it costs you and your friend your lives, that's up to you. Can I, I can still move, right? Or am I just <laughs> You're <like> not... <laughs> I don't... I think so. Are you in the negatives or anything? I am... While he's doing his monologue and talking about what he, and what he wants and what has to happen or doesn't, I'm going to grab... Put my hand on the shard again. I already know that I can't go to Calcifer, so I am going... <laughs> to just close my eyes and... I don't know what I'm sacrificing, but I'm going to sacrifice whatever it has to be. And I am going to try and renew Detective McTavish to as close to full health as I can so he can fight. What are you sacrificing? I don't know. So, DM's discretion. As you grab a hold of the shark, mm-hmm. and it begins to burn hot in your grasp. You hear a soothing voice. As it almost feels as if someone is brushing the hair out of your face and telling you not to worry. Mm -hmm. Things will be taken care of. This almost maternal voice that is ringing into your ears tells you that a payment will be made for you. But that payment will come due. And you must pay back what is given. So you want this man to live, to breathe, to walk, strong and able. Yes. The voice tells you that that is also something that it seeks for itself. And you will help it achieve that. Whatever it takes. Detective! Mm-hmm. Power surging inside your veins, your muscles renewing, your strength returning, your energy almost emanating in a wild flare as you are whole again. Son of a chippewawa, what? What? He's just looking around. Mm-hmm. Try and get his bearings. Does he see the red cloaked figures again and stuff? Yeah, there's there's one standing right over him, talking to him. Seems to be a medium frame build man, and then there are two that are very aggressive, large, enhanced that have obviously beat him down to the ground. You look forward seeing the face of your son being torn apart yet again. Well, I charge after one of them, and. I have to switch seats here. <laughs> now, you actually notice that one of them has your pistol on his belt. They picked it up as they... It's the one that had the swords, the dreadlocks, that beat the ever-loving snot out of you. He actually has your pistol on his belt. He's laying on the ground. He's got puddles of water still pouring forth from his mouth. Oh, he's not one of the fast ones. He's one of the ones on the ground. He's one of the dead ones. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, I'm going to go over there and grab the drowned him. Alright, so, what I'm going to have you do is roll dexterity to be able to get past those two individuals that are enhanced. 
be able to get that pistol in time and we'll see what happens. That's going to be a 20 because they're not focused on you. Well, that's just dexterity. Yeah. That's going to be a 16. The dexterity is not high. Okay. So, gambler's choice. You get the pistol, mm -hmm. but open yourself up to damage. That's fine. What was the other option? <laughs> I'm kidding. Here are your options now. Well, the other option would be that you just didn't make it. You don't take any damage. Oh, but if yeah. he wants that pistol, he's going to take damage. He wants the pistol. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you make it to the pistol, but as one of them notices you, it tackles you to the ground. He has done so unarmed at this pump at this moment, and you are looking at eight that you're taking in. Use your soap first, but you now have a connection to the judge again, and you feel like laying down the law. Well, my energy aura was on, so I'm fine. Oh yeah, it's it's part of bright, right? Yeah, it's part of bright. Yeah, I'm fine. That's it soaked everything. Okay, so you have the judge in your hand. Uh, you are doing good. Now, Soul's Hammer, it's your turn again. Do it for the boo, Soul's Hammer. So let's see. You're laying, you're down on the ground still, but you've got a gun and you're glowing. Mm -hmm. You're still laying on the ground. Talking to the goatee guy. And the goatee guy's still standing there looking down at, at Al. He's got what he wants, yes. 23 to shoot the dude looking at Soul. Or Al. No. All right. So you do so. With an eight, eight damage, eight, eight. as you, looking up, are watching, you actually see this bullet, bam, right across his do head again. And as it does so, it just rips a chunk of flesh free from his skull. As he looks back down at you, continuing to grin, as you can tell that there seems to be another flesh under the human flesh that he wears. Something not quite mortal. It's got kind of a shadowy purple tinge to it. Oh no. And his eyes actually seem to have a bit of a purple swirl inside the iris. Man, your mom must have hated you. <laughs> you one ugly mother. <laughs> he reaches down and he pats your stump and he says, maybe, but not as much as your father hated you. I have a dad. Well, you did once. Yeah. Probably. Probably would have raised me to kick a guy like you square where the sun don't shine, too. Alright, so uh, you're standing right there with him, so just difficulty of 20. Uh, going off strength? Yeah. Uh, me too. Awesome. So yeah, you managed to just push kick right there, uh, making him stagger backwards from the impact. Mm -hmm. Now, detective. Mm-hmm. You notice that he's on the ground. He's kicked this guy. Uh, he's stumbling back from him. You see this guy that has... He's the one that tackled you is now bum-rushing at you again. And you see another one, additionally, that is right on top of him. Oh, I thought he was still on me. You have the judge now. Yeah. Yeah. He tackled you. You got some pain, but okay. you're standing up now. Okay. I thought he just tackle grappled me or something. Tackle, not like a wild monkey hug <laughs> okay yeah he just wild bam a wild bulgrim hug yeah that would be way worse mm -hmm. so yeah you have the judge right now but you see all of the individuals at play well i'm gonna shoot the guy in front of me all right 
He's coming right at you. It shouldn't be that difficult, but phase 20. 28. All right, tally up all the damage. Nine. Okay. Very sufficient. Um, basically, as he's running up to you, pop him right in the center of the forehead, and he pings backwards. All right. Now, slight cutaway, but just for an instance. You are sitting with Remy outside the barrier. 4-2 has just teleported Thulgrim away from this realm, or from this, this room that you're in. But you can hear all of the chaos and calamity happening. Several gunshots, screams, grunts, everything coming down from where the cistern was. And then your radio fritzes. Excuse me. Um, I believe you forgot me. You left me in the cryos tundra? Hello. Hello. <laughs> I thought Four Two carried this dude back home. No, nobody, nobody brought me home. Um, I, I can teleport to. I don't know if I can teleport that far. Four Two, you were already, you were supposed to take him back to Aloria City. He said fine and like whined about it. But then y'all landed and fought some stuff. There was a mammoth. <laughs> oh I got, God! I got, I got Not Ian. No. In the snow. Um, what? Well, I could use some help. I'll send some four two units. There were some stations right outside. If they, they were, could teleport yeah. me, that would be awesome. Yes. I would like to be with the blue haired lady again. We can arrange well, that. Maybe not. There's a we can't teleport you. god thing about to We'll have on. to carry you um, back. That's I'm supposed to it's kind of my job to take care of massive god things. I can't really get into it right now, but you're going to so love me. Can you teleport him to us? No, it's too far away. Well, one of your units is here. One of I don't really trust him. Who's supposed to bring this kid? The other, so. Oh, I can. Oh. If you succeed in the teleportation, you yeah, just sure. have to roll and Let me inject you with 25. some bots just for safe measure. I don't understand how he got left in the Tantra in the first place. Fortune was supposed to be carrying him. You trusted to the, city. the machine. I don't know. Well, now we're trusting him again. What? Now we're trusting him again. It's a hard thing to do sometimes. You want one of these? You want to roll for me? No. You want one of these? <laughs> How well are you rolling right now? All right. So, all you have to do, roll intelligence, beat a 25, and you Jeez. will be able to accurately teleport the child. Oh, we're going to try and inject him first. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, did you not hear that? What does that say? That says two. You cannot inject him. You cannot inject him. Now, would you like to try and teleport yes. him? I will try and teleport <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, he said he was going to inject him for safety measures. Two. Okay, he's dead. He didn't make the teleport. Two plus what is your intelligence? <laughs> Two plus 11. Okay, so you're looking at a 13. So you cannot accurately teleport him. It's a teleporter accident. It's like in Star Do Trek, remember? Hold on. Do you have teleport as a power or skill? Oh, God. It's just a wad of meat that ri- arrives. And then Do you have a skill explodes, that's teleport? Like in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> what? Alright, now, he agreed to teleport him, but he just didn't accurately teleport him to you. So, in the Cryos Tundra, one of the 4-2 units arrives, holds his hands out, Ian teleports. This one, standing in front of you, sitting there waiting, goes, ready to inject him as soon as he arrives, and then he doesn't appear. But the radio seems to go static as Remy opens his eyes. Told you it was too far. And looks at you again. The time is now. We must go. Get the children. We move. Now. You 
Mm-hmm. He's you probably he's probably inside out somewhere. You, you're gonna need to stay here. There's something coming that you would love to get a look at. Maybe inspect and see what makes it work. I'm sure you're going to love Utha. Okay, I I planned on staying anyway, but I give you a hug. And I inject you. No, I, no. I, uh, he already did. I pat him. Good luck with all that. You and him uh, basically and then, need wait, to gather the children. I no longer. He no longer has the nanobots in him. No, he doesn't yeah. have the nanobots. He just oh has this strange electricity thing going. on. I'm fine with gathering the children. There's already like protocol in place to how to mobilize them quickly. But gravity is fast. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Thulgrim is still falling. Exactly. I think he would have. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like the chapter. Thulgrim is falling. Oh, <laughs> I know what's going on. But yes. So that's that what I'm worried. That's what I'm worried about. Like the kids are mobilizing themselves. Like I said, there's okay. So y'all are getting out of there. Yeah. So Frankie. Now, Frederick, I mean, oh, Freddie. He's over here. I don't want to go. I want to get dirty. Thulgrim. Yes. You get to roll a d20 again, sir. Oh God. Now. Pick a different. With this d20, I do I tell you, I, did that, I rolled pill. a 1. I think Anything a above a 15, and you will maintain some form of accuracy. Anything below that 15, and I dictate your path. And I'm rolling off of what? Nope, just straight roll. It's that d20. Oh, just this a straight roll. This is gambler's chips right now. 17. Alright, so you've maintained accuracy back towards the underground tunnels. Your whole goal was to straight up meteorite yourself back in there, right? Yeah, I morph into an axe. <laughs> what? A giant axe. I think you need to maintain some form of like biology. Well, it all made sense. Like you roll up into a ball, you make spikes on yourself, mm-hmm. but like you morph yourself into an axe kind of seems intense. Yo, guys, I'm an axe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a talking axe now. But no, uh, that would be for some other offshoot craziness. But uh, no, his... Um, you have your axe. Yeah, I have my axe. And, and your meteorite burning down straight back into the underground. Yeah, I I activate the fire st- soul's fire and I turn into blazing hot. Okay. Real quick, i got to resolve some things pretty quickly, but I want to go ahead and get somebody's POV perspective on this. Al, you're laying there. Everybody's fighting all around you. You're staring at this demonic-looking guy that's now staring back down at you when all of a sudden, after a loud explosion, you're able to look up and see the three moons of Valos hanging high as you witness this metallic god holding a burning axe crashing down directly on top of this demonic entity in front of you until you just see an explosion of purple and indigo bloods everywhere. (laughs) Fulgrim, You've crashed into the underground. You were pretty sure you were deadly accurate, but you didn't get that far off your target. Uh, As you're now standing in this cistern room, you see the detective holding his gun, shooting one individual. You see this kid laying in front of you with one arm, and you see that you are covered in Olkai blood. Chaos Jam. Olkai. Chaos Jam. I love it. Are there any more Olkai 
still around, or are they all dead? There's one that's kind of backing away from you at the moment, just kind of like he was going for him, but he's kind of unsure what he's doing. So I take it he slowed down a lot as he, like, came towards the planet. That was just a thousand he, feet in there. Yeah, he wasn't like he, he wasn't dropped from orbit. He wasn't <laughs> dropped from orbit. But still, that's a pretty big hole. He crashed through a lot of layers of concrete yeah. into the tunnels and blew apart a demonic entity that would have been a huge problem. Did you want a bigger crater? How big was the crater? I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, well, then what's the question? It had a pretty good circumference to it. One job. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy with the re- this resolution. Now, <laughs> there is that individual that's there, standing over him, kind of backing away. I go to grab him. Tug time. It's not hard for you to do. You don't have to roll for that. Is he still red hot? Yeah. Yeah. And I just look at him. Where is your master? He looks at you and kind of does this motion as he takes some of the Olkai blood off of you and, like, points at it. You just you just killed the Lord Cardinal. I clap. Oh, no. As this occurs, you all hear the thunderous echoes throughout the entire tunnels, the <laughs> as he basically just smashes this man's head between his hands. The thunder lives within him even if the lightning no longer does. I, yeah. look, I look at you, young boy, where is... Four two. Help me up. <laughs> I I just pick him up. <laughs> just help Listen, me. I'm not a toy. Just don't dangle me. Please set me down so I can thin. I'll leave you with your dignity. And I'll send him back down. Yeah. Then so I pick him back up and dangle. <laughs> and send him back down. You should be like, you know, you can remind me of someone else without a beard. <laughs> <laughs> The talking toaster went with Adine, and yeah, they went to go speak to Remy. There are many talking toasters. But, while you two discuss your plans for two. two, I'm going to take a slight moment to cut away. Uh, you are in the Mandalorian greater city, uh, but there is this decrepit peninsula that actually seems to jut off from the eastern coast. This peninsula once known as the beautiful riverside port city and what remains of it after the red death incident Um, still buildings burning still charred and crumbling as even though four twos have rebuilt much of aloria there's a bit of a death omen about this place and even the four twos don't want to touch it but there seems to be something crackling Uh, right in front of this old, run-down apartment building uh, that seemed to be built above a marketplace that once stood there. And this energy begins to crackle and spark until a tear occurs and a hole in time and space is opened up. And out from it steps an individual, cloaked, in a long, tattered red cloth. The individual begins to walk back and forth, holding their hands up onto this building, running fingers along it, and then forming a fist. If you want to find out who this individual is, if you want to know more about Valos and the Twilight chapter, 
then please tune in next time to hear more of our crazy antics and our sinister stories. Uh, as always, this has been Tony Stevens, your loving GM. Uh, don't forget to click like, share, and subscribe. Uh, and go ahead and tell your grandma to do the same with all of her friends. Until next time, take care of yourselves.